0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Anti-Sunday School. We've been, uh, you know, we've just been real busy, and so thanks for being patient with us. Uh, I'm Matt, we have Marielle here. Hello. Mark is our special guest for today. What's good? And we have Kaylani
1: Hey!
0: Back again from episode one. So today we want to tackle the topic of why do people think that they need to fix themselves in order to come to church? I think there's, um, it's kind of, Ideal or perception that you need to be perfect in order to come to church, um, whether that's been per, uh, perpetuated from the church or that's just kind of um, a thing that society has picked up. Uh, there just seems to be this this idea with with talking to new believers or, or people that don't go to church or maybe they went to church and felt this way, whatever that they need to be perfect or they need to act a certain way um in order to come to church or stay in church or, you know, what what have you, whatever background they're they're coming from. So today we want we just wanna tackle that. Again, not really gonna have a, a solid answer. Um that's that's really not not why we bring these topics up, but just to to discuss this and hopefully we can get um to shed some better light on a topic such as this. So Mark, we're gonna start with you. Why do you think um this this idea is is becoming a little bit more prevalent in um, today's generation.
2: Um. Well, first, I just want to thank you for having me on the podcast because this is really cool. Um, and also, I like to say that this is just my opinion. It's not coming after anybody's lives, but I think it's a lot of people like when they have the mindset of trying to fix themselves before going to church is out of fear or out of uncomfortability. Like, I feel they they lean towards on other. Uh, aspects besides the church, you know, to make them feel okay, and then once they feel like they're okay, then they can go to church. But I think that the reality is outside of the church or outside of coming before God and having that mindset of trying to fix themselves before going to to God or the church, uh, the reality is I don't think anyone can ever be okay because they can lean on to, you know, the worldly things and the words the word says to not rely on the world of the worldly things but to rely on the heavenly things and to look up to those. So I don't think someone can ever have that, that mindset of like, oh, I'm okay. Uh, I got. I'm okay. I'm fixed. I can go to church now because they can just keep on searching. And once they, you know, they feel like they have it, it's the worldly things that'll always disappoint them. And when we have a God who who will never disappoint, disappoint us, and His promises are forever. So, uh, I just think that the worldly things will never satisfy us, and that's why people fall into like drugs or alcohol or or, or having sex with a lot of people because it, it it's only a temporary satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So
1: I feel like it's a, a lot to being embarrassed with like church people mm-hmm. because a lot of church- because a lot of people like if they know your business or if they know like the sin that you're in um once you get to church, you feel like you're automatically going to be judged, and I feel like that's true. I feel like if people know that you struggle with something, then you know that allows them for gossip and that allows them for judgment and I feel mm-hmm. like that's in a lot of churches nowadays where where these so called Christians say, "Oh, you have to be perfect, or you have to look perfect no but but really, like you hide all your sin, like you also have things that you deal with but you don't you don't let anyone see it because you think that you have to be perfect and everyone has to be perfect in order to come to church yeah
0: i think I think also the church has has become a little bit conformed to the outside world to the outside society. <laughs> Um there's not there's not much of a distinct distinct distinction anymore with like the 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 outside society and church. And I think because mm-hmm. because society right now is is just a very judgmental place. I mean mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on in our world right now that cause a lot of judgments and cause a lot of um preemptive opinions about how you live and how you act and how you behave and, and all that stuff. And I, unfortunately I think the church has um somewhat adopted that that behavior and so do we think that because people are being judged in the world that they kind of expect that from the church now because the church has um kind of in in order to to be in the world they've kind of a, um maybe accidentally or you know subconsciously yeah. accepted those same viewpoints and those same behaviors so is it like okay i'm I'm judging the world, so obviously I'm gonna be judging the church and so i'm just I'm just not gonna go to church yeah. Kayline, what do you think?
3: um I feel like it does have a lot to do with like people in the church or people around them like you know putting things in their head, but yeah. I think it's also a personal thing where they feel like I'm like God is perfect and he's not gonna accept me because I'm like this, so in order for God to love me, I have to be this way, and I feel like that gets twisted a lot, and like people just don't realize like God doesn't care about like you're outside or he just wants you to come into his presence and just love him and I feel like the church just makes God like seem like a person who is to be like disfeared not loving Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times we're like oh God hates this God doesn't like this and people are like well I struggle with that so God doesn't love me Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's something huge that people struggle with. Yeah. And I feel like I, I I think I said this in another podcast,
1: but it's like you, you give God the characteristics of people that hurt you in your life. So Mm. then you think those, God's going to do the same thing to you that those people did to you. And that, that shows like how, how much, how immature you are in Christ and how much you actually do need, you Mm. know, to to know who God truly is. Because at the end of the day, um, God cares about love over everything and, you know he loves you over anything and I feel like a lot of us Christians have to really show non-believers and new believers that like what true love is not mm-hmm. pointing out your flaws not pointing out your sins that's God's job that's not our job but to show you what true love is
2: yeah that, that's really good um I like to add on to like how you said people add on the characteristics of others yeah. to, to point God I think it also has to do like with people at the church too and how, you know, they see how their God is and their and mm-hmm. their like their judgment onto others. I think they, they overdo it on other people and I think that's yeah. why people feel so small outside of the church and they feel like, Oh, I feel like this is how God is because this is how the church, um, sees him and yeah. how they see me. And I feel like that's a complete wrong thing to do because for one Um, we should not be judging others Mm -hmm. we should actually be loving others and Matthew it talks about how Jesus went and and sat with the people Mm -hmm. and had dinner with them and they were sinners and that's what we're called we're God called us and we're sinners he calls us sinners to go out and you know go do great things Mm -hmm. and so I think people just need to really understand to not really focus on what other churchgoers have to say about who their God is and who they are when they need to understand that even if you are addicted to drugs or addicted to always having sex with people or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you are loved no matter what. You're you're loved and you're beautiful. You're going through a lot of things, but I'm going through a lot of things too. Right. So it doesn't matter what you're going through because we have a God who is love and that is the biggest thing ever. And even says in First Corinthians, love is bigger than anything mm-hmm. else and I'm paraphrasing that but yeah. yeah I think I think when you talk about God
0: as, as love and, and I 100% believe that yeah. I think I think the church or the world has kind of misconstrued that a little bit mm-hmm. of since God is love then he should just be accepting of everything that I am right. and in, in a sense Yes, that's true. God accepts you who you are yeah. and and he understands that that we're going to fail and we're going to we're going to stumble and we're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Romans chapter 3 says we all fall, fall short of the glory of God. So I mean God right there already already understands that we're going to fall short of everything mm-hmm. that that he expects. Yeah. But the aspect of love I I think it, that is not accepted or just not thought about is that there's Mm -hmm. there's a there's an aspect of love that pushes you to be different Mm -hmm. there's an aspect of love that doesn't Mm -hmm. that doesn't i mean it accepts you Mm -hmm. but it doesn't accept where you're at exactly right and so there's this aspect of hey god is love Mm -hmm. and that is accepting of who you are as a person Mm -hmm. but that love does not keep you where you're at that love should push you to begin to change some of these things in in your life Mm -hmm. And so you know this is not this is not an excuse I am not, I am not um, you know excusing anything a church does, but the mm-hmm. church is flawed. I mean, there's human beings inside the church, mm-hmm. whether or not they're called by God, whether or not they're anointed by God, they're still humans yeah. and so you're still you're still going to have people with judgments, you're still going to have people mm-hmm. with opinions you're mm-hmm. still going to whatever and so I think yeah, I think you just have to remember that at the end of the day church people are humans just like you and me and so they're still going to have the same issues they're still going to have the same problems and so not really you know in a certain extent don't don't hold them to a higher standard just because we call ourselves Christians although I mean we should because we follow a God who's perfect and who calls us to a higher standard but I mean we mess up as much as everybody else but also understand that the The yeah. right church that you go to the right family the right community you mm-hmm. go to is gonna is gonna accept you in love at who you are as a person but they're also gonna love you into the person God created you to be yeah. which yeah. is to not deal with sin which is to not be tempted which is to to live in in, in a way that, that glorifies him and so I think I think you have to be careful sometimes when you say God is love mm-hmm. especially in the generation right now because people say love is accepting of everything mm-hmm. and yeah i I just I personally don't know if that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Love is accepting of everybody, but it doesn't accept every behavior
1: I think yeah. we've created that definition that definition of love because I don't think God ever intended that to be the definition of love. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a god- a God that is perfect that doesn't need us but still loves us, mm-hmm. then you would want to do something to um how do you say you would want to do something. To, to glorify that person or to honor that person it's like it's like a it's like a parent it's legit it's like your parent if you have a good parent you know if you have a really good parent then you want to do everything to please that person because they love you and they and they um and they will do anything for you um but what I mean by love that's what I mean by love what I mean is like someone that loves you won't will, will accept you but will accept you but won't accept what you do won't accept your sin so you would want you would you would want to change and you can't use the excuse that uh, uh, keep using the excuse that other people are going to judge you because at the end of the day you are you're, you're you are in charge of your own destiny and of your own self and of your own salvation
0: yeah I mean the world's going to judge you judge you no matter what yeah so why not them judge you for things that are making you better mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I mean why not if they're going to judge I mean they judged you when you were being like we were being an idiot mm-hmm. they judged you when you were out at the club, doing mm-hmm. hanging out with the wrong friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. So why not have them judge you while you're making your life better? I mean yeah. is is that I mean is that gonna be true? Yeah. I mean yeah. like what what's the worst thing that happened if, if you go after Jesus and you start changing your life and people judge you? I mean yeah. now they're judging you because your life is getting better. Right. So like Alright, cool. Like I'll accept that judgment no matter yeah. what. Like, yeah. go ahead. My life is hundred times better than it was last mm-hmm. week, last year, last five years. So you you go ahead and judge me for the path that I'm taking now. But I know for a fact that I'm I'm getting better, and it's a process. I think that's the other thing that we expect. Like we go into church one day, boom, totally healed of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think, I, some someone said it very very good um, the other day that that they they wanted the change they didn't want to do the work to get the change Mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of this idea of like hey church should fix me Mm -hmm. but there's also some work that we have to do in order to get to that change so Mm -hmm. is may has has a church given off that perception or is it just the idea of church in general that hey it should just fix me no matter what and there's not a process to it i don't know kaylan what do you think i
3: think like a lot of why people say like, oh, I have to be fixed in order to go to church because they're comfortable in where they're at, mm. Mm. and um, they know that if they go to church that there's gonna be people that are, that want to help them get out of that, mm-hmm. but they're they're not ready to give it up, and I feel like
1: yeah,
3: um, they know exactly what they need to do, but hearing someone tell you it is not the same as you like telling yourself. It's true. Cause it's like confrontation. People are uncomfortable with that. They don't like being told what they're doing wrong. Even though they know they're doing this thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot of why people don't come to church. Because, oh, they're trying to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. But all the while, they know they shouldn't be doing these things.
2: Yeah. Um, to add on to that, like... One of the biggest things I see in the church is that... And this is a this is a good way, but I think it can um, be, at, be fixed. Where... Preachers or the pastors would just explain, like, who God is and what He does. He's a miracle worker, He's a lover, He tells you what to do, and He helps you throughout your life. And that's it, that's the only way how people, like, receive from church. And even for those people who do go to church or who don't go to church, that's a good perception of God, and we can elaborate more on that. But the real question is, like, we can. Ask ourselves, and ask like the like, the leadership of the churches. How are the people exemplifying what they learn in the church at their own lives? You know, um, because like you, you don't you don't want people just to come to church and be too comfortable with what God is, and expect that everything's gonna be okay as soon as they walk out the door, because. Something that I used to learn in church is that the enemy is literally waiting outside the door when you walk out of church. The problems are going to come back even harder because you're learning more about God. But what are you doing to not face those problems? And it's like when I said it in Devo, when you resist the devil, it doesn't mean that he's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. It's a way where you don't have to act like him. It's going to be harder. And like Matt said in Romans 3, we are all going to fall short, but God is always there. We shouldn't be beating ourselves up Mm -hmm. when we fall. And I think that in the church and as, as ch- uh, churchgoers, we should be helping people what to do at home and what we learn in here in this program, like how we can help people exemplify what they learn, whether if that's prayer, whether if that's worship, reading, reading from the Word, um, journal writing, exercising, whatever it is to make sure that you can get out of your comfort zone and go spend time with God because that's the only way how we can get someone out of their comfort zone when they speak with God and he tells them something through their own self-revelation through the word whatever it is so they know that they cannot get themselves trapped in their situations
1: yeah I like that because I also like what Kilani said when she was like you know people are so comfortable in their sin that that's that they use the excuse of oh people are going to judge me you know people I don't want to go to church because because of that because I feel like I don't know I just feel like you can't use God as a last resort also. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just go to church on Easter and go to church on New Year's <laughs> and go to church on Christmas and think that your life is just going to change. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't just talk to God on those days either. I just feel like a lot of people, when, they, when they're like, oh, I'm not feeling good today. I'm going to go to church. Why don't you go to church when you're actually feeling good so that you won't have a day where when you, when you, do, when you do not feel good, you know exactly what to do. You, mm-hmm. you don't have to just run to the church. I think people also use the church as that too. They're like, Oh, I don't have a relationship with God so I'm gonna go to church. No, you can have that also in your own household, just like Mark said. It's not you you can't you you have to take home everything that you learn from church, but you also have to learn things on your own yeah. with you and God too. And
3: I think also like people run to the church when they're like broken and stuff yeah. and then they have this like Idea, oh, it's gonna be like this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get this like healing mm-hmm. automatically. And when they don't experience that and they're let down, they don't want to come back because it wasn't what they expected. And then they
1: blame the church, mm-hmm. but because because they were really relying on people to do yeah. that for them and yeah. not on God to do that for them, yeah. so then they blame the church, and then they're and then that's where the whole like oh, the judgmental thing comes in. That's yeah. you know,
3: what. also like, um people want things automatically we yeah. want it instantly we want it quick we want it fast mm-hmm. and this relationship with God is not that at mm-hmm. all it's it's a process it's gonna yeah. take a long time to build yeah. it to nurture it like it's like growing a plant that's not gonna happen overnight you gotta right. take care of it you gotta do things yeah. to help it grow and that's the same thing with like our relationship with God and we can't just go in to get uh, energy boost right. because we're not right. feeling good, good one day mm-hmm. right.
2: that's good it's just like Something that we need to ask ourselves is, Is do we have a relationship with the church or do we have a relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Because at home, like, a relationship is not going to always be perfect. A relationship is personal. it's It mm-hmm. goes through a lot of stuff. And with the church, I think a lot of people have a more relationship with the church than they do with God because they go there, they cry, they receive joy, they, they learn a lot. But what are they doing at home? Yeah. So, yes. I think... Look, if if you're listening to this and
0: this is, and you're not from a church or you went to church and you were hurt, let me be the first to tell you that this, this journey of following Jesus is probably the hardest one you're ever going to walk through. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think people try and like, they go to church and unfortunately people are like the leaders, the pastors, whatever, they're not telling, they're not setting you up for success. Yeah because you know they say oh god is love god is mercy god is this whatever and that's all true god is yeah. definitely all yeah. of those things but this i mean this this journey walking this thing out is extremely hard anybody sitting in this, in, in this room right now mm-hmm. has gone through mm-hmm. a, a journey for at least the last year or so of, of trying to follow jesus probably harder than their entire lives mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we can all attest to to the fact that this life is hard yeah. it's not easy and it's something that you do have to you have to count the costs. You know you, you may lose friends you may lose family members for a little while because you're, you're trying to go after this thing that doesn't make sense to a lot of people i mean sacrificing yourself trying to get better you know doing all these things doesn't make sense to our world um because you know our world is what it is mm-hmm. it's it's we our world is instant gratification and doing what we want when we want it because it feels good at that moment and you know all of these different things and you know the, the bible the church mm-hmm. jesus christ himself goes against our culture, he's counter culture, mm-hmm. and so again, let me just be the first to tell you, if this is something that you're truly going after, this is this is not to like push you away from the idea of going to church. This is not, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not trying to push you away from from going to church or following Jesus, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, if nobody else in your life, I want to be that person. If nobody else in your life is 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 being real with you, I want to be that person. That this life is hard and so I think I think they go into church like they call it was saying they go into church and they kind of expect hey like I'm just I'm going to be healed pretty instantly I'm going to pray the prayer of salvation I'm going to feel differently I'm going to I'm going to behave differently and unfortunately that's that's not the case this is a lifelong journey I mean I've I've personally been following Jesus pretty much my entire life I'm 25 years old Mm -hmm. and um i 'm still messing yeah. up like i don't yeah. know i don't know how else, how else to say it yeah. like'm I'm, I'm still messing up i 'm still dealing with some stuff. am I completely different than I was six months ago? a hundred percent, but it it took effort it took yeah. it takes work, it takes mm-hmm. community and you know if if you're not finding that true community that's pushing you to to be someone different to to do something different, then maybe that's just not the church for you right. it's uh, It's okay to go to your church and say, You know what this just isn't what I want, mm-hmm. and so you just until you find that church that you feel you feel accepted, you feel mm-hmm. um, you feel the presence of God, but you also feel like they're pushing you to be a better person, you know, why why settle for anything else? If you haven't found that in your church, then very nicely say, you know what, I feel like God's calling me somewhere else, or I feel like I just need to go go find find this in, in another church, in another body, because we do need that community. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to, to go to church on a Sunday, Mary I was just saying it. It's one thing to go to church on these holidays Easter mm-hmm. Christmas, whatever that's one thing that's not going that's not going to help you at all mm-hmm. going to church consistently, having a community of people around yeah. you, making sure that you're accountable to this new life, making sure that you're you're taking the right steps to become the person that that you want to be that's what's needed yeah mm-hmm. that's what that's what we need to do and mm-hmm. this that's that's the whole that's the whole point of community it's right. a whole bunch of messed up people. A whole bunch of misfits who have their own issues coming together and saying all right how can we get yeah how can we get each other to be just a little bit more like christ than we were yesterday
3: yeah. absolutely yeah. And i think like another thing that people struggle with is like the devil like he doesn't want you to like see god and he's gonna chase after you way much harder than god is because um he doesn't like he doesn't want you to have God in your life, and He's gonna give you things that He knows are gonna entice you and mm-hmm. are gonna draw you away from God, and like the devil always shows you a way in, but never shows you the way out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like something people struggle with is they get caught in their sin, but they can't escape it because like they didn't expect to be. It's like um I remember we went when we did Exposed and the, uh, yes. the rewind, and like you know people start off and you know just smoking one once with their friends and they end up addicted to something they never thought they would be and then they're homeless you know just trying to find another fix and I feel like people don't like want to be there but they never do anything to get out of it and I feel like if they just like just gave up that and tried to find God and didn't care what people thought they would like be saved from like
0: whatever they're struggling with yeah mm-hmm. there's there's 100% a way out of anything we get ourselves in mm-hmm. yeah um, and Kalen I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on this Um. you said that the devil chases after you harder than God does I'm gonna disagree with you on that and maybe you worded it different. Yeah, like maybe it, that's it, not it exactly how you worded yeah. it but God's I mean God will well, it yeah. says in the scripture that God leaves the 99 to chase after mm-hmm. the one
2: mm-hmm.
0: like God God there's nobody else in your life physically or spiritually will chase after you harder than god himself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but god will take a step back and wait for you to accept it like i know
3: like god always chases after us but he wants us to put in work too and i feel like the devil doesn't care he won't just want like but he's gonna gonna get you no matter what like like he knows
0: he knows how to get you and he doesn't care if you're willing to do it or not um so I just, again I just want to make that clear in case there are <laughs> any but like new believers out there are like oh my God the devil what well, so I just want to make sure that was clear but <laughs> yeah. but I mean it y- you are right yeah, that the the enemy will, will the enemy will, will entice you with certain things yeah. and he'll he'll get you in but won't get you out yeah. God will always show you that way out yeah. yes there's not anything in the world that will tempt you and, and God won't show you show you a way out so. You know, if, if you find yourself stuck in this thing, if you find yourself stuck in the same behaviors, the same rut in life, I would, I would sincerely challenge you to, to go find a church, to go find a community. And maybe it's not even a church. Maybe it's just like a coworker that, you know, believes in Jesus. And so you, you start talking to them Mm -hmm. about like, Hey, what, what is this Jesus thing? Like, what is this thing all about? And, and I could almost guarantee you that, that if you chase after this thing with, with with your whole heart or, you know, with half your heart. I mean, co- I mean, let's just be honest here. People chase after Jesus with some skeptical, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mindsets going yeah. into it. I mean, it's, there's books yeah. and there's movies and there's whatever out there that people try, you know, they go after this Jesus thing, totally mm-hmm. trying to disprove it and then, you know, they believe in it fully. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's okay if you kind of step into this world of, of Jesus Christ with some skepticism. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. But I can almost guarantee you that you will find a way out and you will find your breakthrough and you'll find your healing if you stick with it long enough and you, you surround yourself with the right people.
3: Feeling trapped? Read First Corinthians 10, 13,
0: the Passion Translation. Okay. Oh, the Passion Translation. <laughs> so First Corinthians 10, 13, the Passion Translation. Go read it. Go talk about it. It's going to be a good thing. Any final thoughts? Yes. Marielle.
1: Yes. I wanted to say one thing, and um, one extra thing about when you were talking about, you know, even if you don't, even if, You know, find a church that that you feel more comfortable. I I also want to tell you guys not to church hop because Mm. not every not all churches are perfect. No, you will not find a perfect church. That's good. You know, if if something or someone in your church offends you, um, you know there are Bible verses about that. Go to them, and then if they if that doesn't work, bring someone in and have them you know mediate it. But you never want to leave a church because you're offended or because someone judged you or because someone did something to you. Um, I think the best thing is is to stay there and to show them how hard you're working on your on your relationship with God and to show them how much you love God and you're willing to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Mark, any last thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I think just for anyone who's listening who is a believer or non-believer, that you know, God and the devil are definitely real and mm-hmm. they may seem intimidating. The devil definitely, he will use disguises, opportunities, and he will use opportunities as distractions. Um, or I think I said that wrong. He will use distractions as opportunities and he will use opportunities yeah. as distractions. Yeah, My fault. But um, that does not mean that we have to fall into them. We have a God who loves you or loves anyone in this room. Yeah. He cares for you. He knows everything about you and he loves you so much and he's willing to go through any measure to help you out through any situation. And It's a lot easier said than done than just accepting him. But the moment you just say those words like, God, I need you, that's just another door that you opened up for God to move in your life. And once you've opened up that door, get ready because amazing things are going to happen. And it's oh, going to yeah. be hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we may seem like we mean? have everything together on this podcast. But in nope. no reality, we don't. <laughs> no, I'm an emotional wreck. <laughs> you know what? I got God on my side yeah, who is fighting yeah. for me. Whoa. And, yeah, that's my final thought. That's good. <laughs> Kailani. I just don't, like, agree
3: with what everyone's saying that, you know... God's going to give you ways to achieve better things and to get yeah. out of your mess, but the enemy's still going to try and keep you trapped. Mm-hmm. And like though God is all these great things, just know like the enemy is also these terrible things and like we you're going to experience that no matter what because he doesn't want you to be victorious. He doesn't want you yeah. to to fulfill the calling God has on your life. Which is so great and we sometimes don't even know that like you know we're destined for these great things. So just continue to fight and push and just seek God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for for being here today. Thank you, audience, for listening. I hope I hope this this challenges you. I hope this uh, makes you better. If again, if if you're listening and you're you're trying to figure out this Jesus thing. Yeah. I, seriously, I encourage you to, maybe, maybe church, maybe the whole church idea is scary for you right now. I totally, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Then I would challenge you to go find your coworker, go yeah. find the boss that is talking about Jesus, you know, who, who just seems a little bit different. They, they seem a little bit more joyful than everybody else, or they don't respond the way that you would expect them to. Go ask them about it. Go ask them why they're, they're acting differently than everybody else. And, and, um, you know, they'll, they'll tell you about this whole, this, this Jesus Christ character and, and who he is and what he's done in, you know, in, yes. in their life. And, and so it's just start small. It's just, it's, it's about taking consistent, consistently small steps, not yes. occasional big steps. Yes. And yes. so, um, I just, I hope that you guys were blessed by this. Um, again, thank you, Marielle, Kevani, and Mark for joining us yes. today. Yes. This is anti-Sunday school signing yes. off. We'll see you guys later. We Be blessed. That. Amen.